Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and I'm a results coach. So I'm gonna give you the 60 second blurb on how I got how I got here. How did I land in this space? So I'm just gonna just tell you really quick. But basically, I lived the first half of my life caught in the comparison trap. And then in my spare time, I was a master people pleaser. Needless to say, the day came when I got sick and tired of my results. I don't know if any of you are like me, but have you ever just like hit a wall and you were just like, okay, I'm sick and tired of this. And then it was at that point that you changed. But I bet on me for the first time. It was so, it was so scary and it was so new and it was so exciting all in the same time. But I took the first step in the direction of my dreams. And trust me, I was clueless about how, how I would get there. I, I, I could not see the whole plan, but I just took the first step. I had spent so much of my time prior <laughs> to that day just trying to fill in the gaps. I literally had had gone through my life fearing that people would find out who I truly was. I just spent all my time in my mind, and it was so exhausting, but rewriting this history, rewriting my story, and attempting to just cover up all the shame and guilt and all of my imperfections. I never realized that all the thoughts that were just going over and over and over again were driving my results. By the time I left high school into college, I had really convinced myself that I was unlovable. And I even, I even question my ability to truly love others. I mean, I love people, don't get me wrong, but there was just some disconnect. <laughs> Valentine's Day <laughs> was just one of those days that I truly did not look forward to. I always just went into that day, experienced that day, and, and left that day just feeling less than. Just feeling like that somehow I'd missed out. Like when God was passing out the, the traits to make you lovable, that maybe I was just standing in the wrong line. Maybe I had gotten lost that day. was in the wrong line. I don't know what happened, but I just grew up feeling that way. I can even remember in high school, my um, really good friend, and her name was Lynn too, and we tied for, for Valentine Queen. Like who cares about Valentine Queen? But that day I did care, and we tied. They flipped a coin, and I lost. And I was like, well... What would we wouldn't expect anything different? Of course, I, I of course I lost. Of course, I was second runner up, and that's just the mindset that I had. That I was just the second, the second runner up. Somehow, I just wasn't. I just didn't see myself as as first. But now, on the on the outside, nobody had a clue because I I could capture the attention. And when I walked into the room, either with my ability to communicate with people through my personality or, you know, I'll just be honest. I, I got looks because of my looks. But inside, it was I was a broken, crumpled up mess. So I spent the first half of my life literally hiding the truth. I, I was wearing a mask long before any pandemic had come along. But, but I felt so disconnected. I did not feel like I belonged anywhere. 
which was really my greatest fear of, of abandonment or, or being left out. But then on the other hand, I thought, but if they knew me, they certainly wouldn't love me. And I'll be honest, I, I didn't love myself. We've, we've all experienced feelings, I'm sure, at some point of, you know, I'm not enough. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, we're, we're not thin enough or, or we're not chunky enough or we're not tall enough or short enough or you know we're not rich enough or whatever we're not we're not whatever the thing is you fill in the blank and the and the crazy thing is is that I was I was raised in a church hearing this message of you know that you were created you know for perfection and that you were created sorry about that I forgot to turn my alarm off that you were created, you know, in, in imperfectly perfect by your creator, by, you know, by, by God. I'm a person of faith. So by God, I mean, I was created by him in his image, but I did not see that for myself. So when Valentine's Day came along, I did not see myself as being able to receive love and really express a whole lot of love. But I, have a, I had a loving heart. I had I had I had great compassion for people, but it was just all bottled up and sideways. But I had a loving family, loving church, you know, all that. But truly learning how to love myself was was the best <laughs> Valentine, I guess I've I've ever received the ultimate Valentine. But somehow I had I had created this bogus story growing up, and and I. I thought, and I was, you know, under through society and and through the church for a certain degree, we we were taught that that was selfish. If you took care of yourself first, that was that was selfish love, and we were taught not to be that. We were taught not to be um, thinking inwardly, and it's it's not in a narcissistic t- type of. Uh, focus on ourselves, but we I do believe that we truly have to love who we are. We have to truly believe that we are complete in order for us to go out and share that and model that into the world. I mean you can't you can't give what you don't have, regardless of what area we're talking about. I mean and, and I'll be honest I was not really taught to live a courageous life. When things when things got scary, I, I, I mean the way we were raised, it was we were just raised to to move away from things that were scary. And and oftentimes in the church, we talked around things. We didn't talk through things. A lot of times there would be a conversation either with somebody in authority, you know, at, in school or even at home, and, and, and it would just kind of blow up, but we would never work through. We would just never work through it. And and I began to people please, and I began to walk on eggshells, and I began to try to just put the quick fix on it, the, the you know, put the pink Band-Aid on it and make it all better and make everybody smile and happy and and I would be funny to do that, and I would do things to divert attention, and I would do things to, 
you know, just bury, bury all those feelings that, that I had going on and was not, it was not creating a healthy person at all. And it was evident in my life. I mean, success leaves clues, whether it's good success or a bad success. I mean, it, it, it comes out one way or the other. But all this was an attempt to just hide my imperfections rather than realizing, you know, realizing that, that sharing, you know, being vulnerable and, and being transparent and being real, even though it's very uncomfortable, it's the only thing that will, will move us to that place of authenticity and where we can have really real relationships and truly love ourselves and love other people. There has to be that trust. There has to be that ability to do that. And and I guess honestly, you know, growing up, I, I didn't, I didn't trust myself enough. I didn't believe in myself enough to think that I could ever have those types of relationships. It wasn't until a few years ago that I truly experienced bringing it all into the light, and I finally just quit numbing um, through overeating through alcohol um, abuse, and, and and I finally got rid of the mask. I just ripped it off and, and just destroyed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start being real. But I'll never forget the day when when it really, <laughs> it was, I had 20-20 vision. I'll tell you, I saw it clearly that, that you know, you can run, but you can't hide. The day that I walked into, you know, the federal uh, bankruptcy court, that was something that I wanted to always hide from people because I was so ashamed that I had allowed, you know, and pushed our our family in to this extreme debt, you know, through a large part of through a business that went sideways. And so, you know, I just tried to hide that from everybody. I thought, well, I can't let anybody know that they would never. They would certainly never hire me or they would certainly never want me to to be their keynote or to train their teams or to do one-on-one coaching, much less, you know, <laughs> group coaching. I mean, I was just building up all that stuff. It's like, and finally I was just like, you know what? That happened. That was, that's part of my journey and it's okay. But it was wild that day because I, I finally got, I walked into that, that, courtroom and I wouldn't even look up. I, I just found a seat. I look I was looking down and when I finally had the courage to look up across the way there there was somebody actually from my church uh, sitting in the, in the same room with me. They weren't there like to support me. They were there for their own reasons, but it just showed me how shallow and how how what a fake life so many of us live because we're so we're so guarded and so afraid to really reveal the truth about us and and the honest truth is that none of us are perfect we're all we're all flawed but together we're just so much better and if and if we can get real it really it really helps it got real for me that day but the good news is now every every area of my life has changed and is is changing and i say is changing because y'all this growth journey thing that's not like one and done. It's not like go to the little conference or listen to the podcast or read the book and then all of a sudden, ta-da, it's all, you know, fun and games from here on out. It's daily. 
it happens daily. Growth happens daily, not in a day. And it's it's painful. Just just yesterday, I was I was thinking I had, I had to jump on a mentorship call, and I was with my one of my coaches, and and I was thinking, you know, he was just helping me think through, you know, this this place where I am, and it's a struggle. It's it's a place of growth. It's and it's a good place, but at the same time, it's not easy, and it's not fun. Every aspect of it is not fun, but it's necessary. And so what does that have to do with me not being a big fan of Valentine's Day? Well, that's just an old paradigm. And really, I need to even change that. And But I do wish, you know, that we would all, when we'd celebrate Valentine's Day every day. You know, I, I guess that's my, my big thing is that it's not just a once a year when we should express it. But we should express love for ourselves and for our, you know, our families and, and fellow man and fellow women, you know, every day. That we should be loved everywhere we go, regardless. But I've committed my life to to this work. And first it has to start with me and I have to I have to model it in my own life and in my own home. And then, you know, my the the purpose of my life is to mentor those who want to experience life fully alive. You know, to experience a more real and authentic life, a courageous life and, you know, a gritty life. Just to remind you, you know, the G in gritty is is for a grateful, a grateful heart to have a grateful life. And the R is is to lead a life of resilience because we're going to get knocked down, but we're going to grit back up. So a resilient life and I is, is to live an inspired life, not only for ourselves, but for others. And the two T's are to, to really think tough in this life. It is not for wimps. And, and I'm going to be doing a whole training on, on the power of thinking thinking again and rethinking things and even having to un- unlearn some things. How many of you know that there are things right now in your life you need to unlearn? Trust me, I've, I've got a whole list of them. But I just want you to know that I'm, I'm so happy that you are on this journey with us, that, that you're a part of this gritty sister sisterhood, that, you know, this gritty squad. We're here to empower gritty girls all over this world. And I want you to know that love has called your name, Greedy Girl. Love has called your name. And there's nothing that can keep you from receiving that love. Nothing that you could ever do or think. So just enjoy it. Celebrate it. And have a happy Valentine's Day. I'm so glad you're here with us. Stay strong, stay gritty, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.